This is a Handshake Agency podcast. Welcome to That Sucks. Presented by Handshake Agency. My name is Troy Neberbahn. I'm Dan Cribb. And we are joined by some very special guests. Returning guests, the second ever returning guests on this podcast. Part two of our six-part epic. Uh, yeah. Chris Reeve, Ashley Reeve, welcome. Thanks, to Thanks the, for having us. Ha- uh, the official That Sucks podcast studio. Yeah. A little <laughs> different from the last time that we were recorded. So, yeah. How's it going? Yeah, no, no. Good. So, the last time we spoke to you guys, you were self-isolating in Vegas. Yep. And now you're in Perth, Western Australia. Hooray! What brings yeah. you here? Crazy. What brings us here? Yeah. Um, well, I had to come back for medical reasons. Um, Fair enough. Which, yeah, that's and he hadn't <laughs> seen his family in like three years. Yeah, so it yeah, was that's over so crazy. Time. The wedding was the last time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, that was a long time ago. And that was March, March yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, so it's been almost three years. Three years. Yeah, I yeah, came I back did. that fall when I was touring through. I remember, Perth, yeah, but. But that wasn't with him, so it was weird being yep. here without him, and it's like, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, because we hung out a few times, I remember that, yep. that was cool. Yeah. And, uh, and now you're back. I'm back! Um, <laughs> back in beautiful... Uh, Morley. Tapping. Beautiful oh. tapping Morley. <laughs> yeah, tapping Morley. <laughs> and sitting in the podcast here. But yeah, how does it feel to be back for the first time? Really surreal. Especially after the climate of the <laughs> last year. Yeah, and getting back here alone, the journey would have been... Nuts. Yeah. Kind of keen to hear about the process of getting over here from like, when did you decide you wanted to come back? Um, March last year. <laughs> really? <laughs> like what, when the COVID first hit or? Well, when did we when, speak to you? It must have been April, April it was right? April, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. When, that was when everyone was like, oh, you know, September, we'll be back to normal. Yeah. Uh, we, no. Yeah. yeah and that, still, hey, that's, that hope. that's ultimately why we didn't because, um. The, the entire music industry last year just kept getting pushed further and further mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when all of this started happening, we were like, what are we going to do? Where, where, sh- where should we go? And we're like, we started hearing about all these border closures and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, at that point, I hadn't seen my family in ages and um, wanted to come back and see some doctors over here and stuff. And we're like, let's hang around because... Summer, it might, this all might be over by summer. Yep. Um, so we didn't go and kept putting it off and off. Mm-hmm. And what were those first few months like for you guys? Cause, I mean, we spoke to you within probably the first month of everything. Yeah. So back then it was almost like, not to trivialize it, but like lockdown and like self-isolation was a slight novelty for the first like week or two. Yep. And yeah. then after we spoke, I imagine that for you guys being in Vegas, it was just things got pretty real, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they had closed all the casinos yet when we last spoke. Did they do that? I think they were, they'd so. They just, I think, closed like, the last of them. To. Yeah. But they weren't closed for that long, were they? Not really. So what, what kind of happened? Like, yeah, sorry. Take us through like what, what closed, what reopened and how everything played out like after we spoke. Um, almost everything closed except the food places. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. all the markets stayed open, the supermarkets. Yeah. And restaurants were doing um, takeaway only or like curbside yep. Um, yep. pickup. So, did you guys yeah. leave the house very much then? Like no. Between no. coming we to Australia? We weren't even going to the grocery stores. Like, we were getting literally like everything delivered. Mm-hmm. So, we were doing like even our groceries were coming to our <clears> house. Like, we were probably of all of my friends 
the most strict Mm -hmm. just because Chris is a little bit immunocompromised. We were so terrified of like being exposed to anything. So we were like ultra paranoid. And because of that, we were like, there were like months where we didn't see anybody, you know, we weren't, we weren't seeing, we weren't going out to hang out with like those one or two friends yet. You know, we we hadn't created our little COVID bubble quite yet. Because the COVID bubble thing is something I feel like we well, we didn't really have to do it over here because we weren't really in lockdown for long enough. But well, they even, still have the COVID bubbles over in yeah. America right yeah. now. But right? Over, yeah. Like, over yeah. here, I mean, I remember the first week because obviously we just got in Perth, got out of two weeks of lockdown, mm-hmm. which was, I guess, I don't know how that compares from what you guys dealt with, but like that first week was fairly hard. It's about as hard as it ever was here. Um, but I remember the first day, talk, I'd seen some friends of mine and oh, at the time I was like, oh, cool. We're going back into lockdown. So one of them just off the top of the head was like, oh, cool. Well, now I guess we're in the COVID bubble together because we've been exposed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. But that's kind of like, that's kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, how long did it take for you guys to get into that? Like to, to start seeing a few people? I think well, it started with my family because yeah. my family is in California and like we were going through some pretty tough times. Like my grandfather passed away. Mm. And so we were, um, we were actually going to visit them like through initially from the outside of the house and like waving to them through like the window you know um and yeah that was it was a really tough time especially to go through like a death in the family in like the last hug i gave my grandfather was like one of these like far away hugs which is like a virtual thing and it felt so weird you Mm. know you feel so far from everything but um but yeah we we just ended up kind of making our immediate bubble my parents mm-hmm. you know and then we've got like two buddies in vegas who we all kind of like agreed well we're not gonna see anybody yep. and we just we had our little four-person bubble and that was kind of it it never really grew from that yeah like it hasn't since or like sorry back in america hadn't yeah. really so yeah. i mean like for you guys being like touring musicians what does that mean for like all your other projects? Because when we spoke in April, um, you were like on tour with Cher and Chris, you were like rehearsing with Avril Lavigne for mm-hmm. the UK. So, yep. yeah, what's like with all, what happening with all that kind of stuff? Well, I had just ended my tour with Cher because um, we were supposed to go through like the rest of the year. We were meant to be on the road for the majority of 2020. But, um, you know, March 13th, when everyone, when the world stopped, yeah. that's when we literally got ripped off the road. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like just hitting a wall, you know. And then, and then there was just nothing after that. And so it was a weird moment to kind of figure out what do I do next, you know. And yeah, for me, it wasn't really like it was so hard to find like musical inspiration after like having your balls chopped off, you know. Yeah. Um, it, so for me, I think that the the best way I could sort of like hone my art artistic craft was to just sidestep and i got really into like knitting yeah that's right so, i think you mentioned that yeah one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're still knitting yeah actually i like brought like a whole suitcase filled with just yarn so um yeah i've got my own little like uh beanie and scarf side business called pizza monster which oh, nice. is really fun so everyone can... go buy something right now yeah you or can... i stop the podcast i don't have like my own <laughs> website i'm not like like that but I, I do have like a little instagram it's like pizza monster knits and yeah it's just like a, it's just me and i just knit and that was pretty much how i like got through the pandemic you yeah know? has there been any sign of people wanting to get back into touring like even with everything 
being what it is, just getting back on the road and doing gigs or there's there's still... some going on. Yeah. Um we we had some friends do some like COVID safe touring mm-hmm. last year. Like drive in style. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Right. We we've done some of that here and then yep. obviously now things are a bit more normal. Yeah. But like how sustainable is that for the industry in like America? I don't know. No one's ever done it. Yeah. True. So I don't know. <laughs> did you guys have anyone that did you know anyone that played at that Sturgis rally last year? No. Because that you know what about was that? that? Oh you know the Sturgis like motorcycle nah. thing? Oh, it's just like, you know, a massive motorcycle rally that goes in um what is it, in Michigan maybe? Or somewhere like that. But yeah, it's like five days or or maybe even two weeks. When was this? Hundreds like, of hundreds of thousands yeah, of people. What, August last year or something like what? that? Maybe yeah. July. Yeah. yeah, and they were trying to cancel it, but people still went. Who played? Was it, there were bands Man, playing? Yeah, yeah. Smash Band. Mouth played. Oh, okay, well then, yeah, right. um, that's but, all you need to know. No, but there was like lots of bands, lots of rock bands and stuff, but it was a freaking massive super spreader event. Like, all, so many bands. I know um, the band Fozzy played, oh, and yeah. all the guys in that band got COVID, Whoa. or at least Chris Jericho did. Really? Yeah, and then kept it quiet. Oh, it, was, it was in September. He got he got it in September and didn't t- say anything. Kept it quiet? And then no, it no, came no, out I've in December it, no that, he, that he had it, yeah. Whoa. That's so, what happens. But they, I mean, that's that's the only one that I can think of, that like big sort of event that happened. Yeah. It's um, just, it's actually insane to think that that could, something that could happen like, yeah. anywhere in the world. Like even in Australia, if that happened, like we're relatively safe here, it would still be like, whoa, 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 stop it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So like, what's it? So do you, do you like, cause you're knitting, do, is it like, um, are a lot of your friends who are musos, have they had to find other means to like, keep busy and work and because with no touring that's it like there's yeah. no other you can do session work but yep. outside of that like what's everyone doing and how long can the industry <clears throat> kind of keep staying like in this holding pattern for everyone has gone on to e-business mm-hmm. and if it's in still in music then awesome um and if they've done their side hustle thing that's kind of you know whatever they're into we saw that, that, we did have a lot of friends that were doing like the online performance and you yep, could raise yeah. money that way and people could donate like a dollar or two dollars yeah. whatever yep. you know using twitch and yeah mm-hmm. is that like profitable enough do you think or this because there's be. so much of it yeah it it's really so hard can to cut be. through yeah I think you kind of had to already have a bit of an online presence prior to covid to really kind of make that work because otherwise you're competing with like everyone else trying to do the exact same thing That's and at thing. a certain point yep. it's like you're just watching youtube videos almost yep yeah i think the <clears throat> the cool thing that they were like some of my friends were doing was making it an all request thing mm. so people could sit down and watch someone live effectively and like ask, have that same live interaction and yeah, yeah and ask, that, yeah. ask them to do anything we did it with a anything? few of our friends anything. yeah we, we actually tried to like make their lives difficult or like can you play toxic by britney spears you <laughs> did know? they do it and then they did yeah <laughs> you're like crap now we have to t- uh, tip and, then, them. and then you gotta tip them <laughs> yeah that's how it works yeah <laughs> but it was cool to actually see that some of them were taking those proceeds and one by one selecting a member of the music community and donating it to them that's great oh that like so, so maybe cool. like a sound tech yeah. or a lighting guy or like yeah something like yeah, that so it was really yeah. cool it, it was a great incentive to donate because you knew it was going to go to such a great cause it wasn't just someone like hey pay my bills it's like hey we're going to help someone else mm-hmm. you know? yeah yeah yep. that's what really we had cool. um uh, delivered live was we're doing that here where they'd put on like a COVID safe um, 
concert in Melbourne and it would pay like the like the crew that would normally get paid for a show. Mm-hmm. So like the bands, you know, like roadies and sound sound person and yeah. yep. stuff like that. Because it's like easy to be like, oh, musicians are at the front. It's like, oh no, like you can't tour. Like that that is terrible. But then it's like, what about everything behind that? Mm-hmm. There's also, I think um, companies in like Melbourne that are doing like they're using like roadies to do moving houses and stuff like that, removalists. Mm. So kind of like trying to transfer skills. So I guess it's sort of finding other ways. It's hard though. It's like, mm. how long can you keep doing this for until you're like, well, when can we start touring again? Or yeah. And then it's just, it's crazy that it's like, you know, so we, we had a two week lockdown kind of out of nowhere after 10 months and now Melbourne's gone into another one. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, well, well it, do- it just isn't a thing until the vax starts rolling out. Then we can't mm-hmm. even think about it going back to normal. How was um, that for you guys going from your um, hotel quarantine? You get, and then you're, like, you're in lockdown again. <laughs> what was I that know. like? I know. It was amazing timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, for us, it was more of the same. Yeah. They're like, all right, you got to stay in, in your house for five days. And we're like, oh, no. Five days. Let me tell you what 10 months is like. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the few days after that of having to wear a mask, we're like, oh, what a shame. We, you know, it's funny thing mask. Seeing like, people like on the streets being like, "This lockdown's ridiculous." Five days. Are you like, are you serious? No idea. I we mean, have no idea. I mean, it, it worked. You know? yeah, yeah, it did. So so far, we we're okay. Yeah. Well, we were, we were going to record anything. this like last week, but we were like, "Oh no, we're still going to have to wear masks in the studio," which I would be fine with, but it would probably sound kind of weird doing the podcast <laughs> with yeah. a mask on. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, isn't it crazy to think like we had? One, uh, this is not me trying to like. Uh, suck dick about West Australian politics. I'm not, I don't mean that at all, but it's like, it's crazy to think that one case, the whole place goes into lockdown and it works. I like, just imagine yeah. two weeks is all it would have taken, yep. whatever, a year ago, and we could have just avoided yeah. this entire mess. Like, yep. how do you, yeah. we, we did get lucky this time around, yeah. though, with like yeah. this UK strain being out. And- yeah, they, they got lucky because this, uh, this chap wasn't particularly infectious apparently yeah. I thought you were about to say he wasn't particularly popular <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fucking loser get some friends next time man jeez um, I mean you've seen what, what's happening in Melbourne like yeah. they keep coming out with new cases every day yeah I didn't check yesterday how, did you see how many there were I don't know there was two today though at okay. time of recording yeah at, at this at time of recording yeah it was like but, 16 or 22 a day or so it was like getting well I thought that's what it was but I could be wrong but as always. Yeah, probably. So, how would you compare people's attitudes in Australia compared to America about lockdown and COVID in general and masks? and I, Everything I've seen has been pretty much the same. Yeah? Yep. Well, I've, I feel like I've found you guys to be a lot more respectful of the rules because in the States... Um, well, first of all, we didn't have very much leadership telling us what we should be doing last year, you know. Mm, yeah. So, there was some people wearing masks. It was very optional, not like mandated around the entire country, which is just ridiculous, you know. Um, And here it was like you maybe would see like one person not wearing their mask, but everyone else was wearing it, you know, like everyone really respects the the leadership here. And it's nice to see, you know, this is what happens. You get to enjoy your freedom when you listen to what you're being told, you know. I mean, I think I saw the night, so on Saturday night before within like six hours of the thing being over, I saw two guys outside a fish and chip shop not wearing not wearing masks mm-hmm. and no sign of them. That was probably the only time I didn't... Like, I saw a few people with them, like, maybe hanging off their ears and being like, just... Or smoking and stuff. 
But that was like the only time that I really didn't see someone wearing you, a mask. And I didn't really see or hear anyone complain about it. Too. Yeah, you kind yeah. of when you see like so few people not wearing a mask, you sort of give like you kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. You're like, there could be so many reasons why you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. What I'm like, come on, is when you walk around the shops and people have them like below their nose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know what's funny? I did a gig uh, last Sunday, so it was the the hard lockdown was over. And they, they still allowed live performances. And I parked my car, got all my stuff, got out. And I was like walking from the car park to the venue. And I just walked past like a, a pub on the corner. And I just heard someone say, someone needs to wear a mask. And I was like, fuck, it's me. Like, I, just forgot it. so I ran back to the car, like so embarrassed. I was Gee, like, oh no. Walking some fucking stupid anti- <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> It was good. I, I felt hell embarrassed, but I, I got the thing. It was all good after that, but. That's um, funny. But yeah, the fact good. that you have people even like calling you out is really impressive. In a joking because, sort of way. Because actually you get called out for wearing them sometimes in the States. That mm. might sound crazy, but it's true. Like Really? Can, oh, certain yeah. places you, you actually get made fun of. And it's like, it's so crazy. It's become so politicized. It's like, it really hasn't clicked that it's not about your rights. It's about science. Yeah. Yeah. What, are, what, like, what, making fun of you saying, like, oh, wake up, sheeple, like that kind of, you know, like, conspiracy Pretty attitude? Much. Absolutely, or? yeah. It's That's crazy, insane. Right? It's like, if someone's choosing to wear a mask, it's not going to hurt anybody. Like, even if you think that, oh, you know, COVID's not real, shouldn't wear masks, if someone's wearing one, it's like, they're not hurting you by wearing it, so chill quite, out. Quite the opposite. Yeah, fact. yeah. Well, yeah, science has proven. Yeah. It's weird, though, like, I mean, I know over here... If you weren't wearing a mask, it was like in the first day or two, the guy in Midland that got a thousand dollar fine and got thrown in jail for not wearing a mask and refusing to get one from the cops. Did wow. you hear about that? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they were giving him out. The like, cops were saying, if you're not wearing a mask, we'll give you one. If you refuse to wear it, then you go to jail. Wow. And that was it. And the guy got put in prison for like, I think he gets out in two days. Gets out in like yeah. 20, 30 years. Yeah. And, and that, <laughs> but no, that's probably the biggest incentive for everyone to actually follow yeah. the rules because there's consequences but yeah. that's, that that's, you can yeah. see. Yeah, absolutely. But if they tried to do that in America at the start, would have people accepted that or would it have no, been- They wouldn't have done it because that's fundamentally like a difference between America and Australia. Like the, the idea of freedom is like ingrained from birth. Yeah, and it's such a bummer. Yeah. And I'm, I, I agree, yeah, absolutely, have, have freedom and stuff. But like mm-hmm. this is not- about that <laughs> it's just like yeah. common like respect for other people and and safety it's like it yeah it's so ridiculous but again it's it's from it's part of your like not you specifically personally <laughs> but it's like part of the like american ethos it's yeah. um you, what um it's the same as guns like honestly it's it's the same as like there's the gun culture which is like and not saying anything about that whatsoever but like that right is ingrained from birth therefore is that like a i might be like really kind of m- making not a good point here, but is that like if someone, if America was like, no one's allowed avocados and some like guys like, I hate avocados, but I fucking want avocados now because you said I can't have them. Like, is that there the kind of- There will always be those. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> but you get, you get them on any continent though. That's yeah. true. It all, it all just depends on the consequences of that. Because <clears throat> obviously here, if we, if we try to go out and lock down, do things in lockdown or without masks, we get in like a lot of trouble. In Vegas, when things- is it like COVID's everywhere and people are just living their lives like normal? Is that what it's like in America? In some states. Yeah. What is Florida's that? like yeah. that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How yeah. That's kind of, I can't kind of process that, that people would just be walking around, like living a normal life, going to concerts and everything. And it's just everywhere. And they get sick. Yeah. We know them. Like it's happened, you know, and it's, it's tragic because, you know, we're, d- we're trying to take every safeguard we can and, 
And you do see plenty of people, um, you know, following the rules and stuff. But it's it's just not enough. Yeah. Not enough people, you know, doing it properly. And uh, it's just, we didn't, you know, again, I hate to go back to this, but, like, we didn't really have real leadership. Yeah. There weren't, there was no, you know, no one being held accountable for anything. Yeah. So people just kind of took it upon themselves to decide what's right and wrong. And then by the time there was any guide but by the time science caught up it was too late people had already yeah. established their own little like clicks and yeah this and that but herd immunity yeah <laughs> yeah that's God. great Horrible. Uh, her- i think herd immunity only works when x amount of the population has been vaccinated right like that's well they were there's, trying there's that- never been uh, i could be really wrong here just uh just email no. .com.au if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> please delete that. Beep, beep it out. Beep, it out. <laughs> beep out his email because he'll get super mad. Leave it in, but beep it out. Okay. Um, from, I think, the Stuff You Should Know podcast, they were talking about herd immunity and there's like not none or very little cases of like natural, I think, or however you'd say. Okay, right. You, mm, like be kind of herd immunity. Like, by science. Yeah, I think it's X amount of the population's immunized and then- Because they, were straight, they right. were straight up trying that in Sweden, I think. Like that was the the government sort of for like, COVID. Yeah, that was what they were started from just the get go. Get everybody like, sick and see what sticks. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to believe that the herd immunity. And maybe they started that in England. It might have been over there as well. And then after a few months, like this doesn't work. Everyone just <laughs> this like, doesn't work. Down. And now we're so fucked. Oh, that, that was in Sweden. Yeah, they tried to do that. Yeah. So and it's just, but even like you know talking about Florida, people just don't give two shits over there at all, do they? They're not trying herd immunity. They're just like ignoring it. That seems to be what I've seen from um, stuff online. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the the most dangerous thing about yeah most dangerous thing about this whole thing has been everyone all of a sudden is a self-appointed epidemiologist yeah. and a virologist yeah. and, and a political science um graduate and when it comes down to it these people have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Um the there's people that have studied this for 30 years that are talking about how it is. Yeah. And I've seen it firsthand now like last Last year, I, I saw a lot of doctors for things and, you know, you, you think that your days are numbered and you go to the doctor and they're like, no, nah, you're fine. It's just this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I thought I knew what I was talking about, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Some A professional did, you know, yeah. and then you have it backed up by all these other people. And and that that's ultimately what's going on in social media is that everyone's taken it upon themselves to figure out what's going on. But really, we we don't know. Yeah. When memes become facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, it gets out of hand. I'd love to have, like, and you go to any, like, news story about COVID and there's always people commenting, like, again, the whole sheeple thing or, you know, talking about, like, oh, the government's trying to keep us down. I'd love to just have a conversation with that person and be like, can you run me through everything you've learned so far and where it came from? Yeah. <laughs> because I think um, family friend got some bad mask information and it was off a website called, like, sickassutes.com it was like it was, it was something that <laughs> loo- I, I, that's not even as bizarre as the website was it was something utes some stupid and like it's like are you really going to use that as a reference for like your mask information like yeah. what yeah it's if pretty- i can find out what that website is we'll edit it in later yeah. because uh it's great content yeah <laughs> great reliable content but uh, i mean that's what happens though you know that's the problem with social media is it just gets out there and the, go- the, the information that the government provides is actually pretty useful and pretty, you know, correct. <laughs> backed, mostly backed by science or hopefully all backed by science. But I guess it's like if you, if you have a fundamental mistrust of the government, then, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of, that's where you stop. So, yeah. Um, have you guys had any like relationships just with other people change or 
you know, dissolve since the pandemic started because of certain... I think we've all learned a lot about our friends list right. on social media <laughs> in yeah. the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I, yeah, we don't need to get into politics and stuff as well, but I'm sure... Name names yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's been a lot that's happened to you guys in and the last 12 months to just... It's almost hard not to be influenced by the past year in that in that sense because so many like life altering things happen we had like black lives matter mm-hmm. and so many things were happening to to watch how different people reacted to each event yep. mm. was polarizing yeah and it's really hard to just sort of like set that aside and be like you know what like i'm going to just not let that affect my friendship with this person mm-hmm. but honestly some of those things are such a big deal mm-hmm. it's kind of like make or break like when you find out someone might be a little bit on the racist side or yeah. you know it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know whatever it is whatever like black and white thing it, that's happening it's really honestly hard so hard not to be affected by that i mean yep. some of those things are just like deal breakers yeah yes. that's just being honest and i'm not naming names i'm just saying come on it's scoop. Just, give us a scoop <laughs> no, um i think the problem is it's so easy in those kind of situations just to like several tires or unfriend but like ideally what would be the best outcome would be like engaging if everyone was engaging in proper conversation but mm. people are like just you know like becoming very kind of segregated into their own like left and rights so there's no dialogue kind of happening yeah. i'm just unfriending dan i'll be honest after this? Up. Yeah, well, you, but J- oh. that happened ages ago. Wow, we, we, we witnessed that. <laughs> there's yeah. your scoop. Yeah. No, I'm like, I think there's certain things where it's it's pretty clear, for me at least, maybe I'm, I'm just being crazy, but when like what you said, particularly like with race, where if someone demonstrates that now, I just don't want to have anything yeah. to do with them. And I've got plenty of friends at this point. I don't. Oh, yeah, do you, Mr. Popular? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, it's fine. I just kind of... I'm putting the wall up, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, again, that's social media sucks. Yep. So. It totally does. <laughs> it it, it totally would be does. nice if we could all talk, but uh, everyone seems to just pick their side like it's a sport team mm-hmm. and they all get their jersey and their hat and no matter what their team does, they're the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no matter what yours does, they suck. And there's no way around it. Yeah, I, I agree. Let's not start talking about politics because then... <laughs> I think we're probably all like at agreeance on probably everything, yeah. but I, I just don't Just want to go ragging. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, I don't want to make, I don't want to turn this into uh, the the political podcast of the uh, handshake agency, agency network. <laughs> network. It's about science and love, science and love, yeah. triumph. Well, you know what though? That's like, that's pretty much it. If you yeah. if you want to just accept what science tells you as being pretty much true because it's been tested yep. and you want to like have compassion for people. That's like yeah. a good science like baseline. Love. That's sacks. Hashtag <laughs> science and love. <laughs> we'll just take a quick break and we'll come right back. Hey, it's Neil from The Green Room here. And if you like this podcast, then maybe you'd like other handshake agency shows like, I don't know, don't want to brag, but maybe The Green Room podcast. I'd say swipe up, but you're listening to this, obviously. So maybe when you're done with this episode, just swipe back to thepodcast.com.au and hit The Green Room tab. Sorry, there's no easy way to word that, but the show is much easier to listen to this than the instructions I'm giving right now, I promise. So, um, thanks for your time. And we're back. <laughs> um, well, let, let's pivot away from politics. I want to know we'll more pivot. about like the whole- um, want to unpack something? Excuse me? <laughs> the fuck did you say to me? Um, the like whole like quarantine, hotel quarantine yep. system oh and my stuff. God. So, like, how does all that work? Like, so you land in Australia and like run us through like what happens and like- 
Yeah, I got, I got some questions after that because oh, yeah. fascinated. Well, you you land. Was it as normal? Nope, it wasn't. You go straight into straight into this first little entry point. You know how, at the airport. Yeah, you know how you get off a plane and you walk through a bunch of hallways mm-hmm. yeah, to, yeah. to get to customs. So now there's this big thing where it looks like the scene in ET, mm-hmm, totally. where there's all the suits and oh wow, like full <clears throat> full get ups. Not quite like hazmat with the helmet. Yeah, as you as I'm picturing like ET, but. Full mask, shield, everything. How many like people that. were on the plane? And on our plane, probably like fifteen. It was like dead. wow. Oh, so on what kind of plane like was it? Like a like a big plane, <laughs> like an A three eighty sort of thing, yeah. or like um, not an A three. Like what do they do? What's the so f- we're talking like lie down and across oh, four seats totally. kind of deal. Like everyone like everyone on the plane can lay down. Yeah, across four That's seats. That's why tickets are so expensive yeah. right now. It's like you look at tickets are like thirty five grand. It's yeah. like because oh you're buying the plane. Yeah, we we got in just in time. Just just before all the prices went like real crazy, mm-hmm. and why, now, why now they back down a bit. Have gone up recently, like um, probably are? the holidays, and a lot oh, of yeah. people wanting to travel around the <laughs> holiday time, which is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but I guess like the reason I ask is when you flew into the Australian airport, I guess like out of those, what do you say, fifteen twenty people or yep. thirty people? Yeah. You don't know. It's like the amount of times yeah. I, you see uh, like new co- cases from overseas is like always a bunch of them. So yep. in your mind, you're probably also thinking like, oh, fuck, we just got COVID for being on yeah. this plane. Oh, so, yeah. It's like you share the bathroom, the same yep. bathrooms in the plane. Like you can't really escape who else is there. Yep. Was it really yeah. weird? Like intense um, hygiene on the flight on and the stuff plane? like that? Well, the, the plane allegedly is one of the safest environments. To, to be nothing like recycled air that <laughs> well what what's actually happening is according to them is the air gets um, replaced every two to three minutes all right and so it gets sucked in from the roof and then sucked out from the floor so oh. it's this constant thing that's going in and out okay so it's fresh oxygen in the plane every every few minutes yeah because huh. like I was thinking filters. that too I'm like I don't want to sit in that for you know 14, However many yeah. hours. <laughs> um, were you wearing the mask the whole time as well? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, except to eat, obviously, and yep. then you put it yep. right back. Just eat peanuts very, very slowly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't How even many, do yeah. the peanuts. I don't want to touch anything and then put it in my mouth. Mm. That's like, a I very was, good I was point. very, really strict with it. And he would actually only take his off and eat after everyone else had, like, put theirs back on. Like, he was, like, ultra careful. Yeah. So, he so would, like, stagger every meal. Yeah, that for those moments where the whole plane's got their mask off to eat, I was like, I might just wait till they're all finished and then I'll be the only one with a mask off. Yeah. But that food's but, so good. It's like, I don't know how you How could you wait? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was just sitting there looking at it and the, the people kept walking past and they're like, are you going to eat that? I'm like, I will. Just give me a minute. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so, yeah, the process, it was pretty, it was pretty intense. So, you, you go through there and you get interviewed by the ET yeah. Staff, mm-hmm. <laughs> fully, uh, fully distanced, and and lots of PPE and everything. They give you fresh masks off the plane as well, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and then they tell you what's going to happen and how many tests you're going to have and where you're going to end up going and everything in which direction you go. So we leave, and it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. We get out of the airport, and all the police and everything are armed at the airport. Whoa. Um, and it was just like holding guns, like not pointing at that us. That was pretty funny. <laughs> no, it was pointed <laughs> but, at the COVID. They are ready but, to be pointing. But at it, us. it was like full military. It was like people in camo. It was 
um, like uh, per like airport, military police. How many? Like, just like fifteen of you coming like off the plane. Like how many? Of well, these officers, do they need? Well, well, that was off our plane. Just one so I guess there was a bunch of planes coming in. Yeah, you day, think that they'd stagger all the, the landings, though, right? So they wouldn't have like three hundred people there all at once. Yeah. But anyway, yep. sorry, go on. You... But but the first thing I noticed is everyone was really really kind. Like oh, all, all the officers and they were so nice. They were all, welcome to Australia. Um, Want a photo with me, well, gun mate? Welcome back. <laughs> um, and then we we get off, and and it's the military that are helping us like get onto the bus and get our bags onto the bus and everything. Mm-hmm. They were like super happy to see us and wow, and, and really nice about it. And then they they usher you onto this bus and you take the bus to whichever hotel you're going to. I can't remember at what point they told us the hotel, but. They blindfold you and then you're in a room? (laughs) (laughs) So somewhere along there they tell you, like, you're going to be at this hotel and all of us are just like, okay, whatever. Um, And then you drive there and then you have to wait on the bus while they prep the um, lobby for you. And and they get everything, they get all the officers all lined up and everything's ready to go. And then we have to sit there. And then they take on, like, a couple of people at a time. Mm -hmm. So there's no crowding anywhere in the streets or anything, and Did you, you feel like celebrities, like you were like the <laughs> you know, A list Hollywood stars, and you were getting the. I mean, nah. they literally, we had literally having like military take our bags for us. You know, they end up escorting you up to your room and like taking your bags right off you. So it was like pretty nice. It was just like being on tour, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> except, except it's the Air Force, yeah. like, and they have yeah. guns instead of like I don't know backstage passes. Yeah. <laughs> So what, and then like, is it, so was the whole hotel purely just a COVID hotel? Ours, we didn't know at the time. Um, we, we get off the bus and you get into the hotel and you go into your room and that's it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. There's no peek in your head out the door. There's, well, what's to stop no you from nothing. say, like, yeah, walking down the hallway, like. Well, that's what people have done. So yeah. there's nothing there's, to stop you really from just leaving. There is though, but there, there's like a. Like a There's security a bun- yeah. guard right outside the hallway. Oh, so, okay. So if you tried to, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, hey, wait." Oh, so it would have been like COVID floor, right? If it was a mixed hotel, is that how it works? Or well, I, I don't think our hotel was split. Was a split one because yeah. um, I've since come to learn that there's hot and cold hotels, and the the hot one is where they'll have people with. Um, positive cases or with like severe um health issues that they'll need constant help with because those hotels are um kind of prepped for the worst well just for dealing with health issues more medical attention yeah 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 so we were a hot or cold hotel i don't i don't think we were a hot one um i think we were just a regular regular thing and then because i have seen some reports where um, people were testing positive and then they get transferred to a different hotel. Ah. Um, I don't know if that's all hotels or that's just a couple of stories that I've read yep. So I wonder how recently. people get past the security... When people go like walk about, how they get past the security to be I like... I don't know how they do it because there's, there's a security guard on every floor. Just getting a chalky milk bro, be yeah. right yeah. back. Well, I think in, until that lady in Perth escaped... And went in like November. everywhere. Yeah, like, and just like went to Rockingham or something. And she, she wasn't... Went to a lot of places. Yeah, but she wasn't... 
uh, contagious or didn't have it, but she was just in the quarantine. But I think until that point, they didn't have guards in the yeah, every hotel. Or uh, well, they just didn't have guards. Like mm. uh, what? Yeah, or it, at least it wasn't on every floor. Or it wasn't in the hallways and stuff. And that's yeah. where the guy recently got it because he was like posted like outside the door or something like yeah. that, or like fairly no, I think close he was down delivering the hall. Medicine to the that was nah, he it was, didn't it was do a that. different guard. False news. <clears throat> False news. Yeah. No, nah, I'm kidding. You heard, no, it here first. You, you heard it here last on that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was a different guard. Right. Okay. Yeah. This this guy was just sitting there apparently. Got yeah. it. But yeah. no, they did. Yeah. Um, they So I guess like here, um, the guards thing was like sort of fairly new. Yeah. Like within the last few months and that was different. I don't know how it is over there, but maybe, maybe it's like it's some sort of James Bond situation or like- you What know, is the people that escape? Yeah. They're just like watching the security guard rotation and like- you know, because we have mirrors under yeah, the door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because we have so few cases here out in the community, like when we when like for example that security guard tested positive and we got sent into lockdown, the rumors circulating were insane. Oh, like yeah. I had oh, like a friend of a friend just told me that their whole um family were on a boat on Australia Day, they all got it. Um my sister, her um her friend worked at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Where uh, the guy and that was like the same shift, so Whoa. she so she had to get tested. Yep. Um. She got one test. Uh, it was negative, and then my sister, her ex, messaged her like, "Hey, I heard such and such. Just she had three tests and tested positive." And my sister was like, "Excuse me," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Like uh, her cousin's friend just apparently said she got tested three times and was positive. My sister's like, "I just spoke with her." Like. <laughs> she doesn't have it, but it's yeah. just insane when like we have one case, everybody all of a sudden knows someone. Man, do you then, that yeah. Saturday, that Monday morning, like, cause we were messaging yeah, we're like, oh my and God, I had another person, group this, chat this. messaging and it was just like screenshots of like, oh, this person has it, this person has it. And then it was just like that press conference. Everybody I know was just watching it like, fuck, at and quarter then- to, at, or 10 to 12, just like, just, just tell us what's the number. And I was like, well, it's going to be like 30. Yeah, or, yeah. or more. I was like, zero. this is bad. Like, yeah, but that was like so. But it was all that same thing. It's my friend's friend. It was. Ne- it was never like I have it or like yeah. you know. It yep. was, which is, I guess, in America because yeah. everybody has it. It's like yeah. no, it's not really the same sort of. That was really bizarre. Mm. Hey, I didn't. Yeah. What yeah. a weird day. My dad was like, "Think you should just stay off Facebook." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's probably it's, pretty. Fair. I think yeah. that's. I think that's good advice in general. Yeah, for yeah. The next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you do to kill time when you were in? The hotel for two weeks. Facebook, tons of Facebook. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Not at all. That's the last thing we were thinking about, honestly. Actually, it was nice to detach a little bit from social media and just like, well, first of all, it's, it was like a five star hotel. So they're giving you like three meals a day. Wow. That's And it, it's, it was really good food. And so I got, I gained 10 pounds, but it was like, I, I, I thought it was great. I mean, you have all this time, all of a sudden, I'm like, I knit a sweater. I read a book. It was just like all the things you want to do, yep. but you don't usually have time to do, you know? Yeah. It's great. And what, just like, yeah, you have internet though, so you can just watch, watch Netflix and whatnot if you wanted to. Tons of Netflix. YouTube. I don't know Tons how after like a year of um, quarantine, you'd still have stuff to watch on the internet because I'd just be like. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what we did? We brought the PS4. Oh, that's a clever idea. And the Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was... Did you get uh, booze? They gave us a bottle of champagne on New Year's Eve. That's nice. But could you be like, more, more, yeah. more? I've got a buzz yeah. going, yeah, give me more. Yeah, but but they had limits on it, though. There yeah, was... I think you could have a case of beer. No, or, or no, 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 like si- a six-pack six every pack. day yep. or a bottle of wine. And it was like hmm. premium prices? Per person. Um, 
I don't know. I I think we it didn't was just get any through so. like whatever um, like Coles or Woolies. Yeah, I don't oh, know. delivered. It's, they deliver. It's like uh, I'm planning to go into hotel quarantine. Yeah, like, and so what is like? What yeah. happens here? Yeah, take some notes. So yeah, I guess before we wrap up, like, what do like what's going to happen with the industry? Like, you know, when we spoke last time in last April, it was we all assumed like a few months from now everything's going to go back to normal. Like, where do you guys see this going from here? And like, you know, given that when you guys tour, it's usually with bigger acts. Like, what's yeah? How's everything going to? play out you reckon that's, that's there's a so great many question. question marks with that it's yeah. like none of us really know because we're all still like waiting to see how how the world bounces back from after having these vaccinations yeah so yeah. i think so much of that is going to be pending you know how the outcome is and none of us really know how that's going to turn out we're all hoping that maybe there is some potential of <clears throat> our industries bouncing back maybe this fall mm. but None of us really know. Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's the year after that. None of us know. It's all just sort yeah. of like we we haven't done this before. Yeah. You know? And the vaccine yep. rollout's been so slow over there too, right? So it's, Yeah, yeah. Like, it's ramping up. That's good. It's getting there. They reckon they're going to have the amount they want vaccinated by July. Hopefully. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's a pretty tall order. Mm. But, but then you won't really see the benefits of it for a little while after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So the, num- the numbers have already now. dropped like crazy in America since the holidays and all the, well, the big yeah, rallies have passed and everything. Thanksgiving and then the Christmas and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I know that was and, pretty bad. And, and it was also the, the big vote. Like, oh, yeah. Aside from all the rallies that were happening, mm-hmm. um, it, it was also the, the voting days and thousands and thousands of people were going to the, yep. the polls. Um, now all that's out of the way. They've gone from like quarter of a million cases a day to 60,000 yeah I think it was yesterday that's that's a huge improvement <laughs> like because I, I was yep. watching that or it was being reported on other like YouTube shows or podcasts I'd be listening to. I was like man I just yep. can't believe it was on sickassutes.com yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're also you're also getting probably a little bit of immunity in that as well mm. like a lot of people have had it now yeah but you can and get it twice can't you you can yeah, yeah especially so. with the, the different strains yep yeah, yeah. we had the UK strain was what got loose here. I think it's the South African strain the that's most worse, contagious. Isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the worst one. South is African. That, yeah. Um, and that, is that one also maybe not... I, I saw that it wasn't... The vaccine like, doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't really react so to So what does that happen so though? Like if everybody gets that, then we need a new vaccine for it. I, but it's probably going to be one of those things like the flu vax where you get that every year because you need to because it's going to change. Yeah, like that's the true. unfortunate reality of it. So yeah. Yep. I think we spoke about this the other day, but like you know that... Um, like Guns N' Roses are playing in Australia in November. Mm. That's just unfathomable. I know. Stadi- especially it's like stadium shows, not like reduced arena shows, but full on stadiums. Yeah. yeah. But that that's like one example. There's other big bands coming at, at the end of the year, isn't there? Have um, you seen it? The only thing that comes to mind is that Guns N' Roses. I like, think there was another, at least one more big one in no- November. Oh, you know what? It's Keith Urban's coming in, in December. Do you think they're really going to happen? Or I do think you so. Think it's gonna- I, I think, think it'll happen. My only concern is... Um, you might have the green light to go ahead and you can book guests or book bands, build the stages, do everything. What happens if on the day of the event, one case you're in snap lockdown, like yeah. how can you plan a tour around that? Like it's, it's again, it's the uncertainty. Yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. so that, I think that's my only concern. Like I could see that guns and roses tour happening very easily, but it's like, okay, uh, Adelaide tonight, um, there's a case snap lockdown, like, what do you do? Do they do they then have that at the end of the tour, like two weeks later, or 
That's the, that's the yeah. hard thing. It's just I, the uncertainty. I think like when considering the vaccine is going to start rolling out in Australia in the next few weeks, or actually even next week, I think, because AstraZeneca was approved today. At time of recording. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, At time um, of recording. And the first shipment <laughs> of um, <laughs> Pfizer, I think, came in yesterday. So that's going to start like, like they assume. So yep. by, say, November, but I think like despite like whether or not it's at the vax or they're going to cancel at the last minute, I think because we're generally okay over here, getting touring bands in is like a safe bet because they can just quarantine in Sydney for like, or Melbourne or whatever for two weeks. And then around the country, they go. Yeah, you kind of like provided all those things kind of get back under control, which they will, you know, it's only in Victoria. I think that's a problem. Um, Yeah, it's it's kind of attractive. You wouldn't, uh, you'd sort of uh, expect if it works for Guns N' Roses, then maybe next year, if it's still fucked over there, then this is an attractive place to tour. Yeah. At least you can still have audience and make some money. So well, that's about as big yeah. as it gets. Guns N' Roses playing stadiums in Australia. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, like in terms of people, this, the footy season's still going ahead. You know, like... Yeah, so in, what's the difference? The whole, no, yeah, that's a whole other episode, right? Sport versus like... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but it's it's the same. I mean, like the uh, Optus Stadium is 60,000 people. I don't know if round one of the AFL season, which is in April, I don't know if that's the whole stadium because it was half roof capacity. Again? Uh, yeah, I am getting right, on the roof. Come again. April, the, all, all we're going to hear about in the podcast is like, oh, yeah, I'm on the roof, I'm on the roof. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I just talk about how at some point mm-hmm. across like the entire world, you were the only guitar player playing stadiums? I know, that's pretty mad. <gasps> okay, you can, all right, now you can brag about it. If you I mean, <laughs> I kind of feel like maybe there should be like a little short documentary done on this. I'm cool with it if you want to fund it. <laughs> or if you if you want to get your people onto my people, we, well, we need to start happen. a GoFundMe for yeah. for oh, Troy's uh, Troy's <laughs> documentary documentary documentary. Actually, yeah, let's call Netflix right now because they'll fund anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Thanks for coming all the way from America to come on the podcast. For this. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely, this we is couldn't totally miss it. Worth it. We'll touch base in a year and see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Again, this is part two of our six-part epic. <laughs> when the world's on fire. And uh, yeah, awesome. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thank you well, thank for you. having us. You've been listening to That Sucks on the Handshake Agency Network. HTTP colon slash slash www.thepodcast.com.au. That's it. And we'll see you in a fortnight. That Sucks is a podcast from the Handshake Agency Network. Presented and produced by Dan Cribb and Troy Nabobet. Recorded and engineered by Troy Nabobet. Executive producer, Craig Chewick. Theme music by Dan Cribb and Troy Nabobet.